listening to Her Eyes by Fame on Fire, one of the singles off of their upcoming album Levels. The Florida-based rockers can't really be pigeonholed in a specific genre, which they're fine with. One thing they refuse to be labeled as is a cover band. Why is that where they draw the line, you might ask? Probably because what blew the band up in the first place was them making really heavy covers of pop songs. They would cover anyone from Katy Perry to Justin Bieber to The Weeknd. However, we are a few hours away from the release of Fame on Fire's first full-length album of original music, and it is a banger. I got to chat with Brian, the band's frontman, about the making of the album, and what songs are his personal favorites. We also chat about TV shows, Lego, and his love for Overwatch. I hope you enjoy. what you were doing when lockdown started happening yes we were on tour oh no <laughs> shit yeah so we were um it was our last run of the tour it was our last show of the tour sorry um and we were playing jacksonville and it was a headlining show and so jacksonville's about five and a half six hours away from where we live and so we're, we're like, you know, we arrived there, we're in an RV. So we're all like getting out of the RV and we're like, okay, um, I'm getting, we're getting, we're all getting calls from our parents and shit. They're like, are you boys okay? You guys shouldn't play tonight. And then, you know, the mayor of Jacksonville was just like, okay, city ordinance, no more than 15 people gathering. And we're like, how the fuck are we playing a show tonight here? <laughs> like, we already know like the pre-sale numbers are like, over 200 or something like that. Like, how the hell are we going to play a show here? Well, it was on March 16th, I believe, or 15th. We played a show. We played the show anyways. We said, fuck it. We played the show. It was one of our best shows of the tour. It was great. Um, there was way more people. It was definitely illegal. <laughs> um, and then we're on our way home, and I get home, and then the next day I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. You know, I just moved into this relatively nice community with a great gym and a pool and everything like that. I go over to the gym, gym's locked. I'm like, wow, <laughs> everything's real. gone to hell. Yeah. And then, um, I remember my girlfriend, she goes, Hey, we need to go get food because we don't have a lot of food and we really don't have a lot of water either. Cause we just moved into this place. Right. Like literally four days before I left for tour, I moved. Oh no. Mm -hmm. So she's like, we need to go get like water and food and stuff like that. We go, Nothing is in these grocery stores. Shelves are empty. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I, I think people are out of their minds and just kind of losing it. Like, mm -hmm. this is the apocalypse. I mean, like, yes, this is terrible. Is it an apocalypse? No. Yeah. Is it economically devastating to um, our country? Fucking for sure. Could our country have handled it a lot better? Absolutely. They are morons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, man. Um well, how, how has all of this been affecting the band? I mean, so obviously you guys had to stop your tour and come right back home. Uh, what have you guys been doing as a band throughout all of this? Well, luckily that was the last show of the tour was in Jacksonville. Oh, so, wicked. Okay. But we had a Headspace tour lined up for May. That got canceled. And that was going to be an amazing tour. I think that was a, I think that was all along. I don't think we were doing any East Coast. I think it was all West Coast to like... Midwest around there. Okay. Um, so that was going to be a really good tour for us, but we couldn't do it. And then we were also going to play Sturgis. Couldn't do that either. And I'm honestly um, grateful that we canceled that because, you know, there's 250,000 people there right now. 
and Sturgis or yeah, right now. And none of these people have masks on or they're not doing the proper things of social distancing, which is just going to make the entire efforts of everybody else Mm -hmm. that is doing the responsible thing as a citizen to help contain this virus. It's just going to worsen it. Yeah. So um, we decided to opt out of that. And then, you know, we had to cancel um, a couple different shows, Uh, another festival, um, Rock the Meadow with Beartooth. And um, yeah, it would have been great shows to play, but unfortunately just the state of the world is it's not the time to play shows. Yeah. And it sucks. Um, We had something in Europe lined up that got canceled. It wasn't announced, but it was lined up and ready to be announced. Um, That got canceled. And then, you know, just so many things that, could have happened, but didn't happen due right. to this disease. But, you know, we are not the type of people that are like, oh, we're going to just fuck off and do nothing as a band and let COVID kill our band as well. Mm-hmm. No. So, you know, we're releasing music. We're shooting our videos. Um, we are interacting with the fans as much as we can. We're doing everything that we can to stay in the spotlight without touring. Um, we have been doing a ton of vlogging. Like now every person in this band has a camera now, mm-hmm. a handheld camera or whatever. And um, we're all filming ourselves. We, are, we have a film crew mm-hmm. constantly that is filming us. And so we have our fame TV channel, which is vlogging our daily lives of how we're executing things. Um, and as of lately, we're taking a more real approach. So like um, for the next music video that's coming out, we wanted to have... Um, a behind the scenes of, okay, we shot, we already shot this video, but we hated how it came out. So we need to reshoot it. Okay. We have six days to reshoot it. There's a problem. How are we going to fix this problem? Um, we need to reshoot, re-edit, redo everything, rethink everything. We have six days to finish this. So we're doing a lot of content like that, you know, to keep the fans entertained. Cool. And, um, you know, just to keep ourselves busy and not get stagnant. Yeah. You know, because that's, if, if there isn't a problem to solve, this is my whole philosophy. If there isn't a problem to solve, that we, if we don't have a problem to solve, we are not doing enough right. as a business, as a band. Right. You know? So we can always be doing something. You just got to find creative and unique ways to do those things. I, I stumbled upon Fame TV when I found out this interview was happening, and I was just like, "What is this?" I, I just spent hours just watching you guys. You guys are hilarious. Like it, it's it's all just so it's great content. We're just trying to improve on it. We're just trying to keep it going and improve it and make it even better than what it is now. We're trying to, you know, get the subscriber base there, get the um, viewers up, you know, all right. that. And it's all towards the greater goal of, you know, here's also our music. Mm-hmm. You know, here's it's an entire package. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it also it's very interesting because it gives a a very intimate and candid sort of point of view of what what it's like to be in a band especially like during pandemic time now which is very unique anyway but just in general too just like how bands like you know how much work actually goes into band practice and meetings and planning tours and all that or everything like it's uh it's a very cool yeah. cool thing to do yeah yeah I w- like i want to get to the point where it's almost like a reality tv show yes it's it's starting to feel like that for sure for sure yes and but like not faked but like you know, we'll have to blurt out some things like that we genuinely cannot talk about. Right. Because there's going to be things like that, um, whether it involves money, labels, other artists, um, talking shit about other artists, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, but I, I definitely want to have it as 
and it as possible yeah and as real as possible definitely that's, that's the entire motive behind it for sure what what would you say is your biggest takeaway from the pandemic i don't know i really don't know what the biggest takeaway is i don't i don't see a lot of good in it i do see a silver lining as a societal thing mm -hmm. um as far as you know there's definitely good things to keep in mind you know if you're sick wear a mask mm -hmm. you know it's also i think it's i think it's um I think we're going to become a cleaner society after all this. I think everybody's going to start taking care of themselves a lot better. Um, so something like this doesn't ever happen again. Mm -hmm. um, um, for me personally, a takeaway um, that when I have all this free time and nothing to do, I blow a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I also write a lot of music you know when you have really not a lot of things going on you have to create things mm -hmm. so and i guess i guess i'm more creative than i thought i was okay i don't know i don't really i don't really know what my big takeaway from this is because <laughs> um w without the touring not a lot has changed for me besides not touring right now that's right. that's about it but not a lot has changed it's still the same shit that i was doing before but now i'm just cleaner Right, and you're going outside less, I guess. Yeah, that's right. really it. I, I wasn't a big go-outer before. Okay. Um, now I'm even less of a go-outer, so. <laughs> right on, yeah. That's that's it. Uh, have you been, like, binging any uh, anything on Netflix or Hulu? I know you guys have Hulu yes. down there, right? Yeah, yes, what's your yeah. latest show? On Hulu was Dave. Okay, cool. I haven't checked Dave, that out yet. It's fantastic. It's really fantastic. And it's, like, being a... Um, a producer and an engineer in the music industry like those sessions that he has in that show are completely accurate to how it actually is right it's it's fantastic um and then man of the high castle oh if, nice yeah have you seen that yeah yeah i have fantastic show love yeah. that show um I, I i already watched the three seasons but then i had to rewatch it again to just to get back season. into it yeah Right on. Watch that. Watch Westworld again. Sweet. I don't even, I don't even know what else. Not watching Game of Thrones again because that's going to make me shoot myself in the face. <laughs> yeah, Matt. I, uh, I'm probably one of like the few people that just I couldn't get into that show. I, I tried. All of my friends kept telling me just, just, just you know, stick through it. Keep trying. I'm like, I don't know who anyone is. Like, you guys are so good with the names. Every name sounds the same to me in the show. It, yeah. It's a great show. It's a great show. It's just season eight. They fucking botched. Yeah, which which I heard too. So then I'm also like, what's the point? Everyone's like, it's the ride though, and I'm like, I don't know, man. There's so much TV out there now. So yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. There's there is a lot of TV. There's a lot of good TV. And I don't know. Have you seen Westworld? I actually just uh, my girlfriend and I just got through season one, and then uh, we we were totally ready to keep going, and then we were kind of piggybacking on someone else's HBO, and. They let us know like hey i'm not paying for it anymore i canceled it so we're like oh, okay cool so now we're just working with whatever we have on netflix oh no yeah mm -hmm. you cannot take you if you're gonna watch if you're gonna watch um westworld you need to watch season two right after watching season one so it's yeah. fresh in your mind it's still pretty fresh so like we're, we're working on it we're gonna try and get like a you know uh get it for free for like a week or whatever uh and then just like crush it in that time so yeah season two gets real fucky yeah yeah like, I, I don't even like it gets real it gets real out there and then season three is just oh season three makes sense because season two was like this you know <laughs> right. it, it, it's it's jonathan nolan justin nolan jonathan nolan right uh yes i think so i think jonathan yeah 
Yeah, sounds right. Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan sounds right. Yeah, it sounds like a thing. Um, um, but yeah, right. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see Keto's in the back there. How's your dog doing? Oh, the little nugget. Oh, he's doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been loving that. We've been home so much. Um, yeah, he's been fantastic. He's the greatest little pup in the world, honestly. How long have you had him? Um, I've had him just over a year now. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah a year and a month now. He is, I think, 15 months old, 16 months old. Okay. Oh so he's still, still a puppy, still like biting things and eating things that he shouldn't be and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Weirdest dog in the world. Um, he doesn't like certain things. Like he's cool with a Roomba, but he doesn't like um, trash cans like, or oh, trash bags. Okay. Um, he also doesn't like a hand vac, but he's cool with a Roomba and he's cool with a normal vacuum. But not the hand. That's... Not the hand back. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I, I only uh, I have a cat. Don't have a dog just yet. We're waiting to upgrade, but uh, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't I shouldn't say upgrade. Oh my god, I've had my cat for like ten years. He's uh, he's part of the family, but like he just hates anything. Like I want I've been wanting to get a Roomba forever, but I couldn't because like he just hates anything electronic, anything that makes a sound that's like not a natural sound. He just freaks out and just hates it. So. I don't know. Uh, we'll wait until we got a dog, I guess. Yeah. Upgrade to the dog. <laughs> That's so good. Good thing yeah, he's not in the room behind me. <laughs> cool, man. I also uh, I learned through your uh, your like cribs episode that you are a big fan of white claw. What is your favorite flavor? Uh, mango, probably still mango tangerine. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been drinking them lately, though. Oh, I've really? Actually... <laughs> no. They never sponsor me, so fuck them. Uh, <laughs> I've been drinking straight up vodka with um, with soda. Oh right, soda okay. water. Yeah, cheaper in the long run, I guess. Right. Yeah, cheaper. Um, <laughs> slightly healthier. Right. Less ca- slightly less calories. Um, yeah. and on and I haven't really been drinking that much. I mean, like, White Claws. I was drinking way too many. Yeah. Well, like, what, what I, would you say like the most is you did in a day? I don't know, like twenty five. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, no, we would just like, like when quarantine first started and like, honestly, even before that, I don't even know why I'm blaming quarantine. Um, <laughs> we would just like get up when we were doing like the fame album and stuff like that. We would just get up in the morning. Like everyone would arrive at like 12 and then by one o'clock we're already drinking white claws. Yeah. And so then everybody leaves at like six and I've already had like, I don't know, like 10. I'm a little, I got a buzz. Mm-hmm. And then you just drink till like three in the morning. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot of money on White Claws. Right. <laughs> what about, uh, what about Lego? Have you gotten any more, uh, Lego stuff? Yes. Um, let's see, I got my Millennium Falcon up there. Yeah. What's the last, have... what's the last Lego you built? Uh, the Lego Lamborghini. Oh, nice. Cool. 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 Do you, do you have it nearby yeah. or anything like that? You can show us? Uh, it's downstairs actually. Okay. Okay. And I put LEDs in it and it lights up. What? Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did buy the new um, SNES for the yeah. TV. I bought that, which um, I haven't put that together yet. And I also bought, I bought a, a, like a NASA one. I don't know. Okay. The Apollo, the Apollo 11 or whatever. The, one, the thing that landed on the moon. Yeah. 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 One. The one that didn't like explode. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I always wanted that one. I got that one. And then the uh, the Saturn Seven I have as oh, well. Oh, sweet man! Which so is that's where all the white claw money massive. is going. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. It's it's got to go somewhere. I'm replacing right. something with something else. So. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then I also I also know that you're you're an avid gamer or at least a PC a gaming PC builder. What games are you playing right now? Um, I'm playing a lot of Overwatch. Okay, because that's my main game is okay. Overwatch. Absolutely love it. Um, and and I also just bought a bronze account. I'm a diamond player, so like okay. having a bronze account is hilarious because you're way better than those people are. Okay, so <laughs> it's just a good time. Right. Um, and I've also played this game called Fall Guys, where I was playing that last night, and it's just like Ninja Warrior with like Teletubbies. I don't even know how oh, to explain it. Oh wait, I think I saw that. That might be like one of the free games on PlayStation this month, maybe. Maybe I don't, I don't know. It was twenty bucks on PC, but yeah, it was it's, it was a good time. Played it's just like one of those like big like uh, yeah, it's like a contest, right? Like it's an ongoing contest, and you yes. have like a bunch of people play. Yes, yes. 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 Yeah, I was I was actually streaming that last night with um some of my friends, which was f- fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's just such a funny game, and it's so stupid, and it like it gets you so angry too because it's yeah. so like the tasks are so simple, but you just get fucked. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. I totally get that. And so, oh man, it's a good time though. Right. And so, kind of just crossing between those two games, and then I'll play. Um, this game called Pumble Party every now and then, which is like Mario Party, but you can kill your friends. Okay. Yeah, so it's just Mario Party, just you can murder your friends with weapons. <laughs> and That's it's great. It's great. It's so good. And when you're the target of all your friends, it's not a fun game to be a part of. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes the game so fun. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it's just it's just how to screw over your friend. That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's great. Have you ever played uh, Gang Beasts? No, I haven't. I've actually heard of it, though. Yeah, I, I think the, the one we were talking about before, it looks like those guys may have made the, the uh, oh, man, the other game you were just talking about, the the one that's like basic tasks. So Gang Beasts, like you you control each arm and each leg individually. And then you yes, have to like, yes, it is these people. I think it. Around. I think it is these people that made it. Yeah, that's uh, same thing. It's just it's so infuriating, and it sh- it should be so simple, but it's yeah. Kind of yeah. It's the same. It's the same. I think it's the same people who made this. Yeah, it definitely looks like it. Like it is for sure. They probably got all the money from that, and then were able to make a bigger, crazier game out of it. Let me see Skybound Games. No, they didn't. They didn't oh, they make a new game. Oh, they didn't. It, lo- style. it looks like it though. It looks exactly right? the like it. Just look the same. Yeah. Huh. There's gonna be a lo- there's gonna be a lawsuit. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh man. All right. I guess we should uh, probably talk about music, eh? Um... Uh, we haven't talked about music yet. <laughs> let's, uh, dude. Let's talk about the uh, the new album. It's uh, I've had a chance to listen to it a few times. Fucking awesome. Love it. I I really really enjoyed it, man. Um, I I also really loved the fact that you guys made it yourselves completely. Like um, I know that you're a, you're a recording engineer, um, so you have that expertise. Are you the main like audiophile in the band, or does everyone kind of? I mean, like all of us kind of do. A- Alex, our drummer, not even close to an audiophile. He has no idea what audio is. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but um, Blakely produces a lot. He writes a lot of music. He produces beats. Um. It's basically Paul and myself who are the audiophiles, like the absolute nerds. You can ask us the most advanced audio question, we'll explain it to you. Cool. Um, but so yeah, it's Paul and myself. But I do majority of the recording is myself, and then like the setting up of the projects and things like that is 
kind of all falls on me because I've been doing it since day one mm-hmm. of the band. Um, but yeah, the entire thing is all us recorded in my bedroom. That's wicked. It sounds like it sounds great. It it doesn't sound like it, it was recorded in a bedroom. That's for sure. Thank you. I mean, like, you can thank Chris Crummett for that too because he did a fantastic job on the mixing and mastering. Cool. Um, and it's it's so different than anything he's done before, which I love. I love different. It's like different, but it sounds good. It's got a high fidelity to it. Mm-hmm. So that's like the most important thing. Is uh, have you worked with him a lot? No, no never worked time? with him before. Yeah, first time. But I've known Chris through the uh, recording community. Okay. And I know of his work and how he is as a person. He's a fantastic person. Um, he's a hard worker. And so, you know, I, I wanted to have him mix our first record. Right. Have right. him mix the first LP. It was right. a good deal. So. Why has it taken this long for you guys to put out uh, an album? <laughs> oh, we weren't going to do an album at first. Um, we were going to just release singles and... We, we had this game plan of single, original single, cover, single, cover, single, cover, so on and so forth. Um, but then Hopeless came along and they're like, hey, you guys want a record deal? And we said, um, I mean, like, yeah, I guess. What are you going to do for us? And they're like, we're going to do this, 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 and that. And we're like, okay, yeah, that's what we need. Um, <laughs> and so they signed us and they're like, um, how do you guys feel about doing a record? And we we're kind of like, I mean, like, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, start sending us ideas. <laughs> so we sent them some things and like, this is sick. And then uh, I don't even know if we sent them everything. We just, just kind of did whatever we wanted mm-hmm. and put it on an album. And uh, we had songs already ready to go before them that we were like, okay, this song is going to come. Like Headspace was supposed to come out probably two years ago. Okay. Um, but, you know, um, didn't because we got signed. Well, not two years ago, probably a year ago. We got signed. Right. And uh, so then we're like, okay, I guess we'll wait. Drop Headspace. We'll put this on the album. Um, we'll put Horizon on the album. You know, we had all these things lined up. Mm-hmm. And okay, they're going to the album now. Right, uh, right. And so, yeah, that's, I don't even know what the question was, but. <laughs> just just why, why it took so long, I guess. Uh, just because I know you guys have been making so, music for years, right? Yeah, it, it took so long because um, we were doing the singles mm-hmm. and that's all we were going to do. Right. That was all we were going to do. We didn't have any plans to do an album. It was really hopeless that pushed us to do the album and thought it would be a great idea for us to do the album. And um, so that's what we did. Right and on. I think it's, I think it's going to pay off. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. It, it definitely should. <laughs> yeah. It definitely should. So how, how long, how long is the, have you guys been working on it then? Some of the songs date back to, I think the oldest songs, which you might find interesting is crazy for your crazy and show you. Really? Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um, because we, those aren't written necessarily by just us. Those were written with Brian Howes in um, Los Angeles. Okay. So he did like Nickelback and Daughtry and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, we wrote them with him in his lovely studio. And then we kind of, what ended up happening is after working with them, we kind of saw what it took to be songwriters and record our stuff in the direction that we wanted to go. And so we took the ideas of how they executed things and made it into our own ideas. So like, even before Count It Up came out, um, we already had Crazy For Your Crazy written. Mm -hmm. That was already done. 
So okay. th- those songs are old. Those songs are well over, not well over two years. Actually, yeah, well over two years old. They're almost three years old now. Okay. Because we wrote those in October of right. 2017. And so those are the oldest songs on the album. So we just, we held on to them. We just held on to them for such a long time. That and then so cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, don't get me wrong. We also demoed a lot of things. Like some things that we had demoed just never made it to the album. Mm-hmm. Um, but the songs that made it to the album were the best of the best, in our right. opinion, for what for sure. we have done at that time. Cool. Um, so yeah, it did take us a while, but we were just organizing things, getting our sound to sound how we wanted it to sound, molding it in the proper ways. Mm-hmm. So those things are going to take a little bit of time. Now, LP2, um, since quarantine's been going down, we have everything... We have so many demos already worked out. We have like 54 demos or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Something crazy. Yeah. So we're ready for the next album already. Cool. But, you know, we got to get this one out and we got to get the world to hear what we're about. Right, right. And then so, hopefully be able to tour with the second one. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully yeah. be able to tour with the second one. No, we're definitely playing some of the, the fire songs off this album. Yeah. Because this album definitely has some special special songs to it and it's definitely got some amazing songs in my opinion what song are you most proud of on the new album there's like different ways to be proud of it like Mm -hmm. melodically and lyrically i'm really proud of not dead yet um as far as um performance of the overall song i think that her eyes has the strongest performance out of every song Mm -hmm. like in every avenue every aspect i think that i sound great on it um but you know it's it's just so hard though because you know headspace is amazing too yeah like every song has like a special story behind it of how it came to be right right i thought headspace was fucking stupid the first time i did it <laughs> like i was like this melody fucking sucks i hate this melody um and then i remember like go, sitting down and like actually tuning the vocals Right. To what the melody should have been because I fucked it up in the demo. And I was like, oh. Right. <laughs> I was like, this is actually fire. <laughs> so I don't know. We, it's just like, it's the whole essence of the album. It's, it's come such a long way, you know? It's everything that we've done before this album leading up to this album. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, really big step. I'm, I'm proud of the whole thing. Right. I, I, think, I think everything that we've done in this album is exactly what we wanted to do and how we want it to sound so right cool yeah. that, that's a that's a perfectly acceptable answer man um cool. i i did uh I, I think it's funny that you're that you brought up crazy for your crazy because that is when i was listening through the album uh that's the one that stood out to me first just because of the beat at the beginning and <laughs> i was just like oh this is so different and then it goes into show you which also has a weird like a, an interesting beat at the beginning i was just like oh fuck this is very cool it, it's almost like uh yeah, it's like we have that the very like loud, like not you know loud and angry stuff, and then it goes into a bit of a chiller vibe, and then it goes back into into the loud and angry again. It was uh, it was very cool. Those two songs stood out to me uh, a lot, and then obviously Headspace was uh, was really cool. How did you uh, how did you hook up with Poor Stacy? Okay, um, Poor Stacy was not Poor Stacy when I met him. Okay, his he went by Lido, and he was just. Um, trying to be your run-of-the-mill SoundCloud rapper. Mm-hmm. So I used to own a studio called Aflux Studios, um, RIP. Um, but uh, he was, you know, he was always in the studio. It was a pretty big studio. We had 
we had a psych wall, we had Studio A, Studio B. He was in, I remember he was just doing his thing. I, I've seen him around like in Studio A working with one of my engineers. And um, then I remember one night he was like, it was like 11 o'clock at night or something like that. And I was just there. He was in Studio A. I was just hanging out. And um, he was singing this, like he was singing this song that he has out already. It's called Hollow. And I remember hearing it and I walk into the studio. I'm like, yo, this sounds completely different than anything you've done before. Like, this is actually really sick. Right. And he goes, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. And so I got to talking with him and he's just like, can you help like produce and record this song? And I was like, yeah, totally. So I did that. Um, I don't know what really happened after that, but eventually he heard the early versions of Headspace because that's what we were working on it in that studio. And he goes, Hey man, like, I, or I, I might have approached him or something like that, but I said, hey, do you want to take a shot at maybe putting your vocals on one of our like new singles, Headspace? And it's just like, yeah, I'm totally down. And this was back in, um, I think, 2018, around then. Right. Like so this is like right before he blew up. Exactly. So he's just like, yeah, I'm totally down. So he puts his vocals on it. Uh, I wasn't there for the tracking of it. Um, my engineer trilogy did that. And so... I get it sent over to me. I'm like, yo, this is fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell the boys at all that I did this either. <laughs> okay. that, so nobody knows about this. And so I send it to the boys. I'm like, yo, this is so sick. And then here, here it comes. Yeah, but why don't we try and get somebody bigger on it? Right. And I'm immediately like, okay, well, I don't really know if that's what this is about. I think it'd be kind of cool to support the underdog in this situation for sure yeah the underdog is fire then it got like you know management got involved and like okay well, we're gonna see who like could be on this you know let's send this out to a couple people see what's gonna happen nobody else came close to what he did right nobody else fit the song the way he did nobody else had the right flow the right tonality the right lyrics nothing and so I was the whole time I'm like, and I'm telling, I'm telling him like, this means a lot to him because he, because we're like a big thing compared to what he was right. back then. And he's just like, just let me know, man. I'm like, yeah, I will let you know. Like, I'm, I'm trying, I'm fighting for you, so on and so forth. Well, um, after so many failed attempts of everybody's just like, yeah, you know, this is, this is cool. It does sound right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Next thing we know, he's in LA with Nick Mira getting signed to internet money with Taz Taylor and all of them. And he blows the fuck up. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, I guess it is the right call. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is the right call. Yeah. So well, good for you I, for sticking with your guns, man. That's great. Yeah, it's, it, that one's just a gut feeling. So yeah, then he blows up and now he's not no longer Lido. He's poor Stacy now. Right. And then, you know. Him and I have been in contact since then. I mean, like, I still work with him to this day. I was supposed to have a session with him last night, and his manager's upset that he missed it. But, <laughs> um, but he, he's a great dude. And, um, yeah, it's just so interesting to see it come full circle. And now he's this really, really big entity, and his fans are like cult fans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, his fans do not fuck around. Yeah. And so um, it's just it's really awesome. And he has always fit the vibe of the song, and – I think without him on the song, it wouldn't be the song that it is. Right. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I definitely like he brings he brings a lot to it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did read that uh, that your song "Her Eyes" uh, it's a very personal song, um, and it's about surviving an abusive relationship. Is this like 
something uh, that you went through? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can relate to that. I've been in those myself. Um, yeah, I've been in like three at this point. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, I got. I just. I just. I think I've only been in one. There was like definitely one where. Um, uh, I don't know. I should probably not talk about it. But uh, anyway, I. I uh, don't know if you can tell, but I have like a pretty gross scar on my finger. Oh yeah. That yeah. was trying to break up, and uh, she just cut the tip of my finger off. <laughs> so Holy been there, man. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was I was never in anything that bad. I was more of like an uh, emotional manipulation type. Oh, there was that too. There was that too. It took me like really. It took the breakup for me to be like, oh my god. Like, I I went through and it was like, are you dating a sociopath? And I looked through and I'm like, ticks off nineteen out of twenty boxes. Like this. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And your song really really hit hit home with uh, the the lyrics in it. I was just like, oh my god, this is totally what it's like. Yes, like. You know, yeah, uh, like you, you've like, I'm sure like, I swear to God, like this girl, oh, I remember it was just one night, like we turned the lights off and like her eyes were just like demonically black. <laughs> and, and like, it's like my only like memory at this point of her and like, right. it's just so fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to think of how deep in you were too, you know? I know. I know. And like. You know, just like just like how your song says, like you could see all the the red flags, but you're still just like, I'm gonna stay the night though. I'm just gonna let's just see, like, because there is one like, one more try, one, one more try, more yeah, try. exactly, yeah, yeah. Or like the typical, like you know, uh, sure they're an asshole today, but like usually they're fine. And it's just like, then all your friends are like, I don't know, we just always see the asshole side. So don't know what you're seeing, but yeah. yeah. And she wants to take you away from your friends and all that. Definitely. Shit. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, like. I, I, dude, I know someone that needs to watch this interview when we're done. I'm gonna send it right to him. <laughs> all right, cool, cool. I'm trying to like tell you which my favorite song is off the album, but like I keep, I'm looking at all of the the tracks and I'm like, I like this one a lot, and I like this one a lot. <laughs> Definitely, crazy for your crazy jumped out at me uh, first. So like that was. I'm like, so I'm so scared that that's gonna be like the sleeper hit of the century. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> why why do you say that? Because it's so fucking good. <laughs> but like, it's like. But it's also like pretty poppy, you know? Yeah. But like, it's so good. Yeah. Um, I, I just have like, I just have that feeling that some, someone on like XM or whatever terrestrial is gonna find that song and just go, what the fuck have we been playing this whole time? Right, yeah, yeah, And for like, sure. that's, I just don't wanna play it live. <laughs> What uh, well, what song from the new album are you most looking forward to being able to play live once the album is out? Not dead yet. Yeah, I mean, like, I, we've already played "Her Eyes." Mm -hmm. um, we've played "Down," where nobody knew what the fucking song was. Okay. But you know, it was cool to see the fans attempt to try. I've been on the edge, like attempt to try to sing along to it because it's not that hard. Right. Um, uh, Headspace. We've played live. Did we? Before, I'm excited to play like the songs that like we've played live, but nobody knew them mm -hmm. again. Like right. Headspace, Down, Her Eyes. Um, I'm also just so down to play like It's Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that one's just like stupid and ignorant, and I fucking love ignorant songs. Yes. Yes. Uh, definitely. <laughs> there's. Uh, I'm down to. I'm just so excited to play the entire album. Even if we do play Crazy, if you're crazy, I'm, I'm excited for that. Are you guys thinking um, like of doing a live stream type thing? Like one of those, uh, I know a lot of bands are doing that right now. We are, we are in talks of it. 
Yeah. We, we are going to attempt something. We have very little time to do that. Yeah. But we're going to try and figure it out. Cool. 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 Um, That's the best of our abilities. Um, but yeah, we have talked about it. The biggest movement right now is getting the videos finished because mm-hmm. we have a video today. It's Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have a video on um, Thursday, but test shoots are Wednesday for it. Okay. So, and that's for the last song of the album. That's for the final single that's coming out, which is obviously going to be featuring yours truly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we just finished up shooting one video. Um, for I'm just going to say this to you. Mm-hmm. For the more uh, tamed song. Okay. About love. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the next one is most likely going to be with Trevor Wentworth, obviously. Oh, cool. <laughs> So we're figuring that one out and we got the shoot for that on Thursday. So. Sick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the album drops. Yeah, man. That's, that's, yeah, you guys got a lot going on. Holy hell. Um, yeah. Well, tell me about the, uh, I want to know about the, the videos that you guys, that you guys have done. I, it took me a little bit to notice, uh, cause I was just, that's all I was doing today was just looking at all of the, all of the covers. And I was just like, oh my God, this blink, this is this, the, all the small things like this is exactly like the thing so i know you guys are doing covers but then you're also like covering music videos within that which i thought was like that's such a smart idea <laughs> yeah we did the uh we did the what's my age again video in the all the songs video um, <laughs> like it was completely intentional but yeah whatever. yeah yeah but it's still a blink it's like a uh you know an ode to blink so like exactly um i thought that was very cool so who is who is do you guys use the same video team no, we used to use the video time. We had a falling out okay. um, within the studio. So it was a video and audio studio. I own the audio side. The video side was owned by somebody else. The video side was failing, couldn't pay rent. We had to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. So that's over with. And there was embezzling and shit like that. I'm not going to get into the details, but that's they're fucking morons. So okay. we had to leave. I had to leave. Um, and with me leaving came Fame on Fire and the entire audio team. Mm-hmm. Um, that eventually dispersed. You know, people are doing their own things, freelance audio. Everyone's basically more successful than when we were all together. Even okay. the video side. The video side, I guess, eventually got their shit together and now they're doing great things. Good cool. for them. Not something I wanted to be associated with. So after that happened, it was kind of like a big fuck you. And so we had to figure out how to shoot our own videos. Right. And luckily, Alex was already doing it. So after that happened, Alex was like, okay, I'm buying a red camera. Okay, oh, Alex. shit. Yeah, so Alex bought a fucking... No big deal. Red, yeah, Alex and I were going through and we were talking about this. Uh, what camera you should buy? So I'm like, dude, buy the Gemini. Buy the Gemini. So he went and he bought the Gemini. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, and so he's been using that for... I think this was... Um, this is over a year ago that he did that this all happened. So he bought a Gemini. And then we did a cover of um, Ransom. And he mm-hmm. shot that cover. You know, and then on Sticks was, I think... Um, Myself or maybe Manny at the time. I don't know if Manny was with us. So Manny's Alex's right-hand man. And also he's our guy day-to-day who follows around, follows us around and films are what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And he also um, does all the editing for our fame TV. Cool. So we shot the first video, Ransom with Alex. And, you know, it's like, okay, it's okay. But, you know, it's good enough to put out. Right. And then we did, I think, I don't know what came after Ransom. I think Roxanne came after Ransom. So then we did Roxanne, which was the live thing, which our buddy Juicy filmed. So our okay. buddy Juicy is like a jack of all trades who comes on tour with us. He knows how to do everything. He can set up our entire live show and he can also film. Oh, wicked. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 
so he because he's been trained on a red so he right. knows how to operate it completely um and then from there i think we I, i'm not sure what we did next um we did a visual for her eyes and then i think the next song was headspace no i think it was her eyes and then headspace so her eyes came out yes. in november and then headspace came out i don't really know when but anyway so headspace headspace drops and we were like okay we need to shoot the video for this. You know, we need to release the video. And so the entire video concept was all something that I came up with on tour. And then okay. just shooting the shit with the boys, like in the RV as we were traveling. And then, so when it came time to like shoot it, um, it was a big budget. And luckily we had Paul step up to the plate and actually direct the video properly the way it needed to be directed. Okay. And so it was all like in-house. It was all done by us. And, you know, it was something that we were really proud of at the time. And so yeah, you should as, be. It looks great. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And so as these videos progression, you know, like going through like the script, what we need as far as lighting, building the mirror room, which was holy shit. That was so difficult. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, as we progress and we're getting better, you know, we are knowing exactly what to do, how to shoot the videos, how to film it. You know, so then we go to, I think we released the, we, we did a, a bit, Alice did the video for Down, mm -hmm. um, Not Dead Yet, it was just a visual. And then, you know, the next song, Scars of Love, Alex shot and it looks fantastic. And then the next video after that is going to be the one with Trevor. So right. we have these all planned out and they're all being done in-house. So, you know, cool. now we're all functioning a straight DIY. Yeah. Honestly, as punk rock as it gets. Yeah, but like high quality DIY, which is yes. very, very cool. Well, that, that's what you get for having a red cam. Like that was that was the smartest idea ever. Yeah. So that's great. He, he just bought his second one. So, oh, my God. <laughs> so is, is there going to be a Fame on Fire documentary? Shit, that'd be sick. Um, I mean, if you guys are getting all the content, you may as well. I mean, like, honestly, I think the documentary itself is going to be like through episodes on Fame TV. Right, on the channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess that would be the most documentary style-esque as it can go. I mean, like, when we're on tour, because you get angry at each other on tour. No doubt about it. No one's like, oh, yeah, you're my best fucking friend. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, people are like that sometimes, like, or majority of the time, but you're still going to get angry. Like, yeah. Like, for example, um, last time we were on tour, our, our tour manager dropped a coffee cake on Alex while he was sleeping. <laughs> and Alex, and so... The coffee cakes gets dropped on Alex while he's sleeping because, like, the way an RV is, like, there's the crow's nest and then there's, like, just, yep. like, couches that you, like, sleep on or whatever. And so it, it, Alex's couch is, like, literally right next to the kitchen counter. And so he accidentally drops the cake on him. And no one, no one, like, questions Kevin. No one's like, Kevin, you fucking dick. Or no one says that to Kevin. <laughs> so what happens is, is that Paul, our bass player, starts laughing. And Alex immediately wakes up when he starts laughing and says, I'm going to fucking kill you. He goes, oh, why? My God. He's like, I didn't even drop the cake on you. I'm just laughing. He's like, stop fucking laughing. Like, <laughs> it's like, he's not mad at Kevin who dropped the cake on him. He's mad at Paul for laughing at Kevin. Right. Yeah. Cake on him. <laughs> and so um, I, I want to get more content like that. Yeah. And, and also I want to get like a confession booth where we literally fucking take the bathroom and make it into like, turn the light on, turn the camera on. Oh, like a reality TV exactly like a reality oh my god TV that's show. great man that's wicked yeah yeah so that's the game plan of the future when we do eventually go on tour because you, you can fucking bet my ass is going to be in that reality tv confessional a lot <laughs> i'd be like today i want to fucking kill everybody i'm sick again my throat coat's not working i'm pissed right <laughs> <laughs> oh so man I, 
I think it's going to be great. That's wicked. Uh, fuck, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, I, I did want to ask you guys about the... Um, so something I, I usually do is I'll, I'll go on Reddit to get questions from fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went on Reddit to find anything I could find on you guys, I saw that you all submitted to our roast me. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was Paul. Which I none of the other bands that I've interviewed have done that. And holy hell, man, the roasts were incredible. Do you remember? Do you remember anyone that like stood out to you that you like still remember to this day? I don't remember. I don't remember shit from that, to be honest. Oh, I don't really? think I paid much money. Yes, that was Paul. Paul is the Redditor. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Paul is the Redditor. And I remember he did submit that. Do you mind reading some to me? Oh, I will. Yes, for sure. Like, Give me one second. Yeah, I can't it's, wait to hear uh, this. Uh, it's so cute that you gave your unemployment group a name. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And then the other one is, what is this one? Okay, these are, these are going to be the top ones. I'll give you like the top 10. Uh, looks like they're all the same guy slowly becoming more of a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> looks like you all share a cock and none of, and none of them are your cocks. Oh, it's so good. That's oh some shit God. our drummer would say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so have you become a productive member of society? Do you leave the band? Yes. The answer is yes to that one. <laughs> and then the last one, you're all from Florida. I think that says enough. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a very fair point. Oh, man. When I when I found this, I just I thought it was so funny. Like, it goes on and on and on. Like, there's so many. It's 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 gold. Wow, that's so good. I didn't know it was that big, to be honest. <laughs> it's it's pretty jokes. It's pretty jokes. Um, cool, Brian, man. Like, I'm pretty much done with my questions. Something I have been asking all the artists that I have on is, uh, how do you find new music? I honestly, Spotify playlist. Yeah. It's the best way. I mean, like, New Music Friday, um, even, you know, all new null or new noise, things like mm-hmm. that. I'll go in there and I'll listen to the artist and I'll, you know, pick and choose what I think is great, what I think cool. is what I think is revolutionary. Right, right. Um, you know, like um, the new Bring Me the Horizon song, I think was a very big move for them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's doing, I don't know how well it's doing, but I think it's fantastic. I think it's a fantastic song. And I think it what they're doing song. is very creative and they're a band that is pushing the envelope. Unlike the right. rest of these bands that is not, that are just stuck in the last 20 years have been the same song. So. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Who, uh, do you know like what what the last like new band that you've come across a new artist that you're like this this is amazing um he's not a new artist but machine gun kelly i mean like yeah. oh man his new stuff's great <laughs> his new stuff is fantastic um the, the stuff that, that travis barker's producing all of it and so um it's just it's fantastic like his yeah. rock sound is amazing and that's like the direction of which rock is going right um there's also kid Lori who or lowry however the fuck you fuck say it he's fantastic too he's like yeah. a um a white juice world meets post malone oh that's a yeah nice okay cool yeah he's he's really talented he's got a fantastic voice um and yeah you know just word of mouth i know um blake is super on that kick blake loves all that kind of music the uh new emo rap style stuff and you know i'm mm-hmm. listening to it too but i also fall more on the rock side right of what's current and what's going on Right. I think people that are pushing the envelope, Bring Me the Rise, Machine Gun Kelly, you know, these new emo rap artists that are consistently coming out, that are keep pushing more towards the rock realm. I right, think that's yeah. 
I think that's huge. And I think that's where music's headed. And I think that we've known this and we, that's, that's why this album sounds like this. We've been looking at the, that direction. Yeah. You know, we asked, you asked yourself, what would a subgenre be of where rock is headed? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we fit perfectly in a niche of a subgenre of where the rock music is going. Right. What, what would that subgenre be called? Um, I, I honestly want to say like the subgenre now is like post rap rock. Okay. Or, okay. And then like where everything is now, it's like there's like new metal that's around right now. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so weird. So, so the kids of today like new metal. It's right. very strange because the older people hate new metal. Because yep. new metal was fucking stupid when it first came out. Everyone fucking hated new metal. Mm-hmm. New metal was not cool. But now these kids love new metal. So it's new new metal or post new metal or I don't know. Newer metal? <laughs> Newer metal. It's not new metal though. And it's not really new rock. I don't know what the name of it would be. Right. But, you know, that's not for me to decide. That's for the uh, genre curators to figure out what the fuck yeah. they want to call it. Oh man. And they get so creative with it too. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know what I don't know what it would be. I don't know what we would call ourselves. I don't even know what the new Bring Me the Horizon would call themselves. Right. Wherever that is is pretty much I feel like where we are. Okay. But like in a slightly different, slightly different, but still like we are in the the same realm. Like if you were to put a playlist with what that new Bring Me the Horizon sound is and then put us next to it, I feel like it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I get that definitely. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Uh, Brian, I think that's it for me. Thank you, Frankie. I appreciate it, man. Oh, man. Thank you. This was great. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. I appreciate it.